This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby, featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. This is Radio Free Cybertron, episode 713. I am Brian Kilby. With me this week, no XV. He's not here. Wasn't, uh, he's on assignment. Wasn't feeling great today. But we do have Rob Clay. Rob, how's it going? Eh, not too bad, I suppose. Uh, we have Diecast. I'm here. Are you any closer to moving down here, though? I, no. Okay. Well, uh, as of right now, no. We'll get on it. We have Matt. All 217 well, they, well, acres. Was that? The, the number uh 214 214 dang yeah that's amazing roughly 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 we have don hello and john luna don has a lot of acres Yo. too he does it's the green acres this place to be um, uh, yeah i live in a, i live in a two-bedroom apartment with a girlfriend and cat girlfriend. this is my magnificent surroundings you know <clears throat> bask you know th- this is my ponderosa enjoy no mm, i love ponderosa you know, hasn't been one of those around here for like 30 years. I don't think when Don first came yeah, on the show, did we, would we think that he would be the first one to have a live-in girlfriend? I mean, you know, three of us were married or obviously, you know, but I didn't think, I didn't think it would happen, but here we are. I never girlfriend. thought I would have, I never thought I'd have a girlfriend. I figured I'd die alone in this apartment. No one's more shocked than I am. Well, I'm, you know, I figured you'd have a girlfriend, but you know, the live-in part is, you know, I was betting on Chris. I lost the bet. <clears throat> yeah, you lost that bet, like the, like the masterpiece Ultra Magnus bet <laughs> before Shardicon twenty fifteen that never happened. I'm still kind of shocked that never happened. Yeah. Oh, I, I still I lost the uh, the Unicron bet. I still need to get that uh, not a late. No, I need the to get the uh, whatever it was snap trap snap trap sent to you. I need to get somebody to color that in Unicron colors. Looks like you'll get your actual Unicron before that happens, but it'll happen. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, let's see here. Hey, so last week we said that uh, the Toy Fair not happening this weekend, like it has for the last many, 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 many years. Uh, we we do a live Toy Fair stream every year. It's like the best day that we have in our lives, at least those of us whose lives are consumed by toys. Uh, but we are still going to have the uh, a live stream. We'll invite some folks on just like we do, and we'll we'll talk. We'll figure out something. Uh, it's just a, sort of a fun way to get together and chat with folks that we don't talk to that often. Usually we do that about new toys. Now we'll just have to do it about old toys, but it'll be fun. We might branch out and talk about some other stuff, non-Transformers things. Uh, we used to do that quite a bit uh, for Toy Fair, so it'll just be a chance to have some fun. So the date officially for that is March 6th. 2021 it'll start around 12 noon eastern and it'll go who knows uh usually goes about five, four or five or six hours i don't know without uh, toy fair if it'll go that long this year but who knows uh at some point this year maybe we should do like um the the big 24 hour uh game stream that we did that one time that was a lot of fun what is that what is that charity called extra life extra life we did that that was fun i would love to do that again mm. Who knows? We'll see. Ah, uh, let's. Do you have a PS5 yet, Brian? No, I don't have a PS3. Uh, I have never. Okay. I have never. As far as I know, I have never actually played a PS3 or a PS4. Oh, okay. The not having a PS4 was implied. Yeah. Okay. 
yeah, I, I, I don't think if I don't think I've even touched the controller for either of those. Not that I'm against Sony, I, I'm not. It's just I ended up getting a Xbox 360, and I just never needed a PlayStation 3. And then I got an Xbox One because I wanted a 4K Blu-ray player and just didn't need PS4. So, but we could do something. I don't have a graphics mm-hmm. card right now. I'm between graphics cards and I learned that because of COVID, you can't buy graphics cards. So normally, mm-hmm. yeah, normally I'm churning out four live stream, four streams for the, for the podcast, plus encoding the video for a local recording that we put up on the Roku channel. Uh, now I'm sending a stream to a laptop and the laptop's doing all the streaming out to all the services because I don't want to crash this computer. So, uh, my graphics card died. I'll have to figure out something. Maybe it'll just be an excuse to get a new computer that already has a graphics card. You should just mine cryptocurrency. I, I mean, did that for a while. That much power. Um, I, I did it with the old. No, I did it with this graphics card, but that's not what. Maybe that's what killed it. That was years ago. I need to go back in my wallet and see how much money I have in there, but I don't know how to get into it. Apparently, it's getting more profitable now. Oh, the the demand on it's going up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if the profitability of mining is any better than it was because that takes up so much juice but uh well i read an article that not to get too off track but i read an article where people are buying uh a particular laptop with a graphics card in it and just setting them up on shelves just to uh just to do that mining yeah and they make specialized systems now where the processor is designed specifically for that kind of work and uh, it's basically like a cryptocurrency appliance that people buy. I don't know much about it, but, you know, yeah, I don't think I could make much with my old GTX 1080. Gotta say, it's, it's, it feels weird saying old because I bought that in 2016 and it's still pretty good. But yeah. Okay. Let's talk about toys. Uh, yes. Let's see here. Only a couple items to talk about news wise this week. And one, um, let's see, it's up on T Formers. It's a photo. I guess it's a leak. It was uh, it was shown on Weibo. It's a photo of what looks like a box of movie masterpiece Bumblebee Optimus Prime. And let's see if I can get this to show. It looks fake to me. I, it looks fake to me too. But it only makes sense that they would do that. Yeah, I'm shocked that it, that doesn't exist yet. So that's the thing about it that I. I want to tend to believe it. It's I mean, great. what else have they left to do in the movie? Oh, there's a bunch of like, stuff they haven't done, but that's a big one that they haven't hit. I mean, there's a ton of stuff. You don't have your mud flapping skids. We got to have our mud flapping skids. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, something just looks off about the packaging and I can't put my finger on it. Uh, Let me compare Ironhide's packaging, which I happen to have right here. Yeah, so, I mean, I look at it, and there's a lot of empty space on the box. Um, The design, show it off if you don't mind. Yeah, I'll I'll show it off real quick. It's got the similar Um, blue flash in the back. This could easily, I mean, look, the quality of the photo is really low. Looks like it was taken on an ancient camera phone, uh, which that would be good to... uh, you know, hide any imperfections, but you got to think this is happening sooner rather than later. Yeah. I mean, 
I don't mind seeing another bone. That, that bone be movie optimist looks good. And I've got a good looking third party version. And, but the regular studio series wasn't bad, but it wasn't very sturdy. It's like when I picked it up, I compared it <clears> to siege, siege optimus. What, what siege was it optimus is a much, the bumblebee movie optimus, the, the studio series one, uh-huh. it, it just, it looked good, but it wasn't a very sturdy figure. Studio series 38. Uh, I can't remember the yeah. number. It was the Bumblebee movie Optimus yeah, okay, one. Okay, yeah, and yeah, because I got it. I got it I not long after it. I got Siege Optimus, uh-huh. and in truck mode, it does not. It does not snap together real tightly. It's very, it's very fiddly. It's like if you grab it by the cab, stuff starts just popping loose. Paladin's saying so, that goes uh, for a lot of money man, now, and it should go into Buzzword well, I mean, Bumblebee. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I've. I mean that 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 would make sense. It's just I wouldn't mind getting another version of that mold if the masterpiece actually oh wow had the QC and it was you know a lot sturdier because of the extra extra materials in there. So I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at sold um, listings. So a loose one went for twenty eight bucks. So that's like right at retail. Uh, here's one that went for sixty. Uh, here's one that went for eighty. Eighty. Uh, yeah, sixty-five bucks here for another mm-hmm. loose one. Sixty bucks, uh, fifty bucks for a loose one. Sixty bucks, forty. It's all over the place. Not eighty-nine dollars. What? From Hong Kong wow. at that, and showing it in U.S. dollars. That is so weird. Yeah, that's all over the place. That's ridiculous. Yeah, Hasbro definitely needs to do that one in, in Buzzworthy Bumblebee. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Anything else? Any other thoughts on that? I I haven't seen a lot of the other movie masterpiece boxes. I they I've kind of haven't paid enough attention to those. Do they all have uh, vehicle maker logos on them, like Ironhide does, or are there some with big empty spaces on the top of the box, like that Optimus Prime has? Um, um, they all have that. the The thing that Megatron. that makes me think it's fake. Uh huh is mm-hmm. if I look at Ironhide's packaging, the movie masterpiece, there's a little bit of space in between that and the character, you know, photo. Um, his head is almost right up at the the movie masterpiece. And the photo does not look like it would need to be that long. So there's going to be too much open space down at the bottom. So something... <clears throat> doesn't seem right about the placement of the photo for Optimus Prime on that. Unless the truck mode is gigantic and taking up the whole bottom. Here's Ironhide, just to show it off again, and you can see the truck mode down at the bottom, but look how much space there is between his head and the movie Masterpiece line. There, There's like a bunch of room, unless they don't need the room because of the GMC logo. You know, there's no logo yeah, that, that they're going to need for Prime, but I don't know. It just looks a little off to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Might be it might be real, but I I would I would sure want to see more pictures to to know that. Yeah, you know, I this I'm actually kind of itching. I wish so. Back when we were uh, the uh, affiliated directly with T Formers, we're still friends with Jack and T Formers, but we're not like the uh, affiliated directly. We had that uh, What's on T-Formers uh, sec- or section of the news where we just hit stuff pretty hard and fast without digging too deep into it. I, 
I kind of I kind of want to get back into doing something like that because we only focus on a couple of news items a week, but there's other stuff that happens. Like specifically that uh, I don't know if anybody watched that uh, Beast Wars uh, commercial that uh, pardon me the Kingdom commercial that uh, popped up on the internet. Um, that was kind of interesting. I, I I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I started to watch it and apparently stopped like right before Scary Cheetor. I, I need to go back and see the rest of that. I've just not been crazy with um, Transformers ads in years. They're, I don't know what ad agency they ad agency they use, but all the uh, commercials they do are kind of boring. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, another thing that uh, Transformers Monopoly set popped up. Did anybody look at that? That's new. Uh, I'd be interested in buying that. So what I found is that Monopoly sets are really hit and miss. So, um, you know, uh, the ones produced by Hasbro. That, that Remember that company back in 2017 at Hascon was showing off their super premium uh, Monopoly set? Yeah, I bought it. You, wait, you did? Yeah. Oh, I, thought, I forgot that. 500 bucks. Dang. You do buy everything. I got it. No, you can get it for like three fifty. But that's still pretty expensive. It has Unicron in it. In so, the background. um, like I, my buddy Dusty came over a couple weekends ago, and uh, we were talking about the Marvel set. Both, like, both of them are on the shelf at the same time. His has like really nice little minis, and mine has like little circular discs. So these things are like hit and miss. Uh. I didn't really dig too much into that Monopoly set, but I just, I just don't really care about playing Transformers Monopoly. But I probably should pick it up. Didn't they do another Monopoly set years and years ago? Uh, yeah, I have that one. I'd never opened it. I bought it just for the, just to keep it in packaging, really. Yeah, I should look that up. Maybe I'll add that to my search list. Uh, other than that, was there anything worth talking about that popped up? Not really. I mean, we have one big item that we're going to talk about. It's going to be take up uh, uh, probably at least a few minutes of the show, but uh, if not, let's just go ahead and talk about it. John, you there? You hanging around? Yes, Brian. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. So you are the one who brought this to my attention. In fact, if you look at the album art for the show, it's you. Uh, Did you see the album art for this week? <laughs> no, I haven't had a chance. It oh, is literally Brian. your tweet. Oh, Brian. My off topic is wrestling with the terrible website that my company acquired. Oh, no. Yes, that's other nerdery that we don't need to get into. But all I can say is update your WordPress, people. Oh God, if, yeah. if your website's WordPress based, <laughs> update it. It's like a, treat it like an app. Uh, yeah, treat you have like to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The world didn't stop in 2015. Anyway, uh, yeah, Unicron. You want me to just kind of like take it, take it, and we'll bounce off. You're you're the one I think who has the okay. uh, hottest of the hot takes on this. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, I, I would prefer to say I, ha I have a, um, I have a very level, even keeled, calm tone to very fair criticisms of Unicron. So, I'm not, not going to name names. I'm not going to name names. I don't even know if he listens uh -huh. anymore, but a friend of ours uh, uh -huh. messaged me just to share his thoughts on this. He's like, hey, are you guys going to talk about this? And I'm like, yeah, oh, we're going to talk about this. All right. He was Rock very heated. Rock and roll, baby. Okay, so, uh, so Unicron um, started to ship from the factory probably two, two and a half weeks ago, uh, and Robot Kingdom uh, posted their um, picture of their initial, um, uh, or maybe all of their shipments. So we saw it palletized and everything, and 
they were unpacking their pallets and stuff. And so we expected uh, within days uh, fan reviews and pictures from buyers and such. Took a little bit longer than anticipated. I think I've heard rumblings that there was a bit of an embargo until February the 8th. And low on February the 8th, uh, YouTube videos started to drop and photos started to drop and uh, here it comes. And unfortunately, um, a little bit, just a little bit before we actually saw these fan reviews, we started to get images of Unicron itself. And uh, final product may vary apparently, from the pictures and the images that we have been looking at and that are still up on the HasLab site. Um, so there are, I would say, two main contentions here. Uh, and they're, they're, both, uh, they're both related to his mouth, actually, uh, in both modes. So, <clears throat> and this apparently, I, the first one I'm going to talk about apparently happened early in the process. Nobody really caught it. Or I think when people saw pictures of this, they assumed what we're looking at is prototypes and test shots and things like that that they're working on. But it carried through to the final. And that is his maw uh, or his mouth in planet mode. The inner part of it, from basically from the teeth in, the part that's the planet part, is blue. Blue like the rest of his uh, planet's surface. When we know that Unicron's mouth, his teeth, everything, basically that center like circle, er circular area in planet mode is orange. But on HasLab Unicron, it's not. It's blue. And so, you know, some people will tell you like it, it makes the teeth more pronounced, uh, te technically true. That is also like not Unicron. And, uh, again, I want to remind everybody, this is a $600 toy and Hasbro's own words. They called it a dream project, uh, that, you know, if we all banded together, we make this happen one time only, we can make the dream reality. And uh, apparently now we have a blue maw in planet mode, which is very obviously not accurate. Okay. And they got it right on the prototype. And they got it right on the prototype. They got it they right got everywhere. They got it right on they got it right everywhere. what we thought we were going to get. Yes. Correct. And that's also, again, I would argue that is like, you got to make that happen. Because like the, like this is a six hundred dollar Unicron. He's supposed to be ultimate Unicron, and whether or not like objectively or in a vacuum, it looks okay. It's not Unicron. It's very inaccurate considering what we're looking at here. You want my hot take? Yeah, I don't care. Oh, uh, Brian, get out of here! Doesn't Shows bother me. Get him out of here. Uh, so, but the, I think the my point is though. Again, this is a six hundred dollar Unicron. We were we were shown uh, a very specific product that we were told again if if thousands of people back this we're gonna get this dream toy and this is your one time shot at getting it and we were never told there was gonna be noticeable differences they never said that in, in a hype video they never said that in a blog update and they haven't said anything yet. And they probably won't sound, say anything either. I'll be surprised if they say anything about this stuff. They might if they get enough flack uh, on Twitter. But uh, the other thing, so we've got the blue maw uh, in planet mode. And now the other thing, which is um, 
I don't think, I think actually you could argue it's worse just from the fact that 99% of uh, buyers are going to keep Unicron in robot mode 99% of the time. So Unicron's lower teeth are blue. They're unpainted, which results in, uh, in planet in uh, robot mode. Uh, Unicron's top teeth are silver, like his face, but his bottom teeth are unpainted blue, like the, like, big chunks of his body. So he has miscolored teeth in robot mode. And the only way to get around that is to just keep his mouth shut, like completely shut. Or you immediately see this dude's got blue teeth. It looks terrible. That one is silly. It looks bad. It it's looks bad. Bad. And yeah, that one looks bad. That one whoever be- okayed this or whoever signed off on the, the final prototype before production, if this was even apparent at that point, like <clears throat> they need to fix this. We didn't too late. spend a hundred dollars. Here's a here's a silver sharpie. Congratulations. A hundred and fifty dollars. We we spent, you know, six hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, and if you bought two like me and waited a year and a half <laughs> and waited a year and a half. So we gave you our money so you could put that in a bank and earn interest on that. Um, I, it needs to be fixed or at least addressed. Um, this is not something they can go silent on. They need to somehow, and I understand they're already made. So, you know, probably sending out a replacement mall is not an option, especially because it's got There's all a the screwdriver gears. and a bunch of plastic. Especially since they, they were made to order. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I mean, something, I, I, I nothing, like, nothing. They can, if you're, if you're that upset about this, nothing they can do is going to make it right. No. no, no, no. But saying at least acknowledging it and saying, Hey, we're sorry. You know, here's, to Hasbro Pulse or something. You know, this is not a... a, Here's another free year of Hasbro Pulse Premium. (laughs) You're you're going to get anyway. Hey, so uh, with with the mouth, with with the open open Unicron head, head, should it be the... Should the teeth just be silver or that whole chunk that they're on, like the gum part? Technically, Uh, that whole chunk in the prototype was painted silver. So, I mean, obviously, this is not this is not an excuse for it because there's there's no excuse for it. But at the very least, that should be pretty easy to paint. You can mask off the stuff around it pretty easy and fix it in like three minutes. Yeah, I mean, it's not good. That's that's that is easy to fix yourself on the six hundred dollar toy that you paid for eighteen. That bothers me more. That bothers me more than the than the other piece. Sorry, I I I jumped in your way, Don. That's okay. Uh, I'm just going to say that I am disappointed in these um, because, as John and Diecast have said, we have put in a lot of money. And if this was a lesser figure, we would expect something to slip through the cracks because they're mass produced. They can't oversee everything. And we would expect this. This is a crowdfunded specific project for a specific market. That they that the oversight that they had in place should have caught this if it was in place. I don't know as as Diecast said they cannot they have to address this if for no other reason because this is this is going to cause an issue with any future Haslab offerings because people are going to wonder well we're going to get 
um, X, Y, Z. Let's say we're going to get the flag. Okay, the flag's the next offering. Okay, is the flag going to be the right shape? Is it going to be the right kind of aircraft carrier? Is it going to have the right decals? Oh, look, the number is 23 and not whatever number is supposed to be. And you can't fix the number or, you know, it doesn't come with keel hall. It comes with what's his face. Who's the wrong Joe or whatever the case may be. And so it's like this, if they don't get in front of this and address it to their collector community, again, if this was a cheaper toy, I, they could say there was some production issues. We could not change them at this point. I understand that, but this is a $700 toy to a very specific market who was expecting the accuracy they should in the prototypes. They need to address this, if not just for our benefit and to avoid our cognitive dissonance against any future offerings, they got to protect their own butts on their offerings to other and other fandoms. Cause they're going to say, well, Hey, this is great. I would back this. Look, they did the Unicron and it's going to come back and haunt them. Hey, Don, Don's right. Don's right. Because the first thing I started thinking of when I saw these, you know, final pictures of the actual uh, production um, pieces. I thought, great. I backed the HasLab, uh, you know, uh, Star Wars ship, the uh, the the Razor Crest, and I'm like, well, what's that going to come out like? You know, like, why am I doing this? Like, it would be different if this was a prototype of a toy that we didn't put money on and it went to the shelf and we saw these pictures and we can choose to buy or not to buy. This is something we already purchased. So the prototype should have matched the final, you know, other than color tweaking, but this is not a color tweak. This is like, you know, obvious an obvious mistake is the well, way I'm looking I, I, at I have it. some thoughts around it, but Don, I want to follow up on the question, something Don said. And Don, if, if you didn't mean this, I apologize. You said that the fans would have cognitive dissonance about this. Well, what, what do you mean, what do you you mean know, by that? I mean, like, they're going to look, they're going to regret buying it now because they were okay. going to buy, I guess buyer's remorse would, would have been a better term to use. Um, but they were, they're going to look at, I've been waiting for this figure. I spent this much money. I liked what I saw. And now we've got something that in both modes is a major visual detracting point, no matter which mode you have it displayed in. I mean, the best we can hope for, like Soundwave's bandana at BotCon, yeah. is to get a pair of silver Invisalign to stick over That's his awesome. teeth. So, Don, actually, the reason I asked is, I mean, like, I do legitimately have cognitive dissonance about this. That's a great way to describe my feeling. On one hand, I strongly believe that, you know, these things are minor and it doesn't really matter. But then on the other hand, it's $600 and they should do better. Mm-hmm. Um, John, I've I got a couple thoughts, but do you want to talk about the slugs before mm-hmm. I want to talk if you can get sure. to those before we get to that? Sure, the Unicron scale figures. Yeah, our uh, our favorite gimmick from 2020. I'm not sure why we're doing this, but anyway, I heard somebody say, "Hey, you know they're cool because they're the size of a grain of rice and they make Unicron look big." You put anything next to Unicron, he's going to look big. Like that's how you know. I don't know if I need like stuff I can instantly lose, and it's on scale anyway. Like I don't know anyway. So here's the thing with those guys. This is another, you know, I'm not going to call it a bait and switch. I'm not going to like, you know, uh, put 
words that imply intention or anything like that. The fact of the matter is, again, you can go to the HasLab page for Unicron and you can see a picture of the minifigure, I'll call it just a minifigure, of Galvatron that was supposed to be, well, that was this, what this ended up being. But it started off as a, as a very tiny Galvatron. There's a picture of it. And he's got a couple little paint apps on him. Um, and he's very clearly um, uh, Galvatron from Titan's Return. I think he I, I went back on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Headmaster Galvatron. So very clearly him, silver legs, purple body, uh, orange cannon. Okay. He was also at that time significantly bigger. He was roughly the size of a headmaster, give or take about an inch tall or so. Well, what we, what he morphed into, what that concept morphed into again, without like explicitly telling us this in a blog update, one of your five updates to the buyers they went from like this roughly headmaster minifigure with paint apps to something that's about the size of a grain of rice or a piece of a Cheerio uh, that uh, looks like, you know, a melted popsicle. It's, it's barely like Galvatron specifically is just barely identifiable as Galvatron. He looks like a, a melted I Galvatron. Would, I would honestly figure. think it was, I would honestly think that he was either uh, Omega Supreme with a cannon or maybe Scourge. <laughs> It's like a fruit snack. It does look like like a fruit snack. Yeah, yeah. It It has as much details as a fruit snack. Mm -hmm. Now, now I'll give them credit. The the Rodimus is actually shockingly um, okay. Like the mold, like he came out of the mold. Okay, he he's uh, he can identify him as Rodimus next to this blob. I didn't see that one. I'll look it up. Uh, He's okay. I mean, he's fine. He's also again though like. And, you know, maybe somebody will correct me, maybe a listener will correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't remember the paragraph in, a, in an update to the buyer saying like, hey, we radically changed our concept here and you're going to get something. Here's what you're going to get. And I sure didn't see them swap out pictures on the HasLab page for like actual product. Uh, they haven't bothered to do that, which they could because uh, this is done. Uh, so yeah, that's the third strike. That's uh, literally, and I think comparatively, a, a small thing. But um, you know, there was there was a time about a year ago where everybody was upset that Unicron had too many abs, and that was like the egregious yeah. error with Haslab Unicron. I don't think anybody's talking about that now. And something I want to bring up, Brian, is I this is anytime this happens with a crowdfunding situation. Uh, we're paying for a figure that is supposed to be meeting a specific set of parameters. And while we are getting 95% of those parameters met, the 5% that's not being met are stuff that we don't understand why it was allowed to proceed. But we have to be careful between, yes, we paid this much and we expected to get what we got, versus people outside the fandom saying that, oh, it wasn't 100% perfect. You know, we're not whining about being, those of us that could afford it. I'm trying to make it, I don't want, I'm trying to get across. We're not trying to be whiny little crybabies because not every single micrometer is exactly the way, it's not meeting our mental image. We're upset because it's not meeting the photos that we were well, sold this bill of yeah. goods so, on. 
so yeah, and I guess to to that, I'm again, I'm not making excuses because, I mean, it's not one, not our place to make excuses for this, uh, and, mm-hmm. and you know, two, you know, I I totally understand why people are, are uh, upset about these things. I mean, we were expecting it, but like for them, like for me personally, I don't, I don't have that attention to detail. You know, I don't care usually so much. I think the part of this does look silly, but. I'm actually more interested in what, what the failure is. And I'm going to sort of, I really love talking corporate stuff. And I will, I will totally, uh, I will, I will completely say though, this is coming from the retailer perspective, uh, corporate life at, from a retailer and not from a manufacturer. And I do understand that things are different, but whenever you take on a project where you're going to spend money in, in corporate land, and this is a project where you spend money, uh, you always have to get accounting involved. And anytime I've, Anytime in a project, I've I've had to I've had to do that, and you have to account for how much something's going to cost, what are the cost savings that you're going to get from it, uh, what are you going to if you're if you're going to make money from it, what does that look like? And the thing that always happens is you're always wrong. You're never. I'm going to get very angry. <laughs> I'm going to get very you're angry. Go, you're never going to be right. You're always going to be wrong. I'm going to be very angry if you're going to say this. This was a cost savings measure that they had to do. That, um, that would make me blow my head off. Like, it, I mean, that, that I, that's unacceptable. At some point, it is. I mean, it's got to be. I mean, uh, it, no, because they showed us a prototype that a way. Prototype, I mean, you know, a prototype is a prototype, so, not the finished item. It's a, it's not. I, it's not I, even I, close to the finished item. It's, I so, don't so care. It would thing. be acceptable yeah. on a normal production figure that I didn't put money down or I didn't pay. Oh, I'm not forgiving. No, 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 no. I'm not forgiving it. I am not forgiving that. I'm just saying. Yeah, there should absolutely not be cost cutting measures on a made to order Kickstarter Kickstarter funded project. Yeah, I'm, yep. some, mm-hmm. Somewhere somebody either something ended up costing too much because it took too long to do something. The prices shifted because of COVID. Who knows what, but something, something happened and they're not going to lose money on this. Lots of companies will take a loss on a figure because they've already promised a certain price. I've seen this with electronics companies, everything, but at least to get the product out there. Can you and cite me an example of that? Reputation that you know, on Can you cite me an example? It, nope. So no, I don't, I, I call I, BS. I, I, I don't mean, have I mean, anything I off the top of my head, but there, there's I can like tell you, a lot of times when Google happens, that happens definitely happens. Yeah, when Google puts out a price that's inaccurate, they honor that price and then they raise it later. Or there was a product that Google was m- making that people pre-ordered, and then they decided they were going to cancel the product. They still gave the product to the people that pre-ordered it. Yeah, that's Google. I mean, but. It's a large company. Google just has like more money than God. Hasbro is a large company Hasbro, too. Hasbro, Google's huge, huge, huge. <laughs> Hasbro big. Has I'm not saying again. I'm not excusing it. I'm not saying it's uh, the right thing. It, but like Hasbro's, I mean, not, they're not going to take a loss on these things. I'm saying if Hasbro comes out and says, "Well, it was a cost cutting measure," they won't and say we it. Had to do it. I am done. But done they won't. Hasbro. They won't say they're that. But the things it. they, the things they will say. If you run them through Google Translate several times, it will come out. It's a cost-cutting measure. Yeah, it's, it's, the fact, it's the fact that we gave them the money that they were asking for. We didn't haggle. We didn't dynamics it on their end. 
We they asked, we will give I mean, you this product if you give us this much money. If and I'm done, you're right. And, and we did not get what we were promised, and cost cutting should not have come into play unless something radically, radically behind the scenes completely changed. And then they should have made us aware of that. Like this XYZ catastrophically happened. We can still give you this figure for what you paid, but we're going to have to do this because this happened. Exactly. It's like buying a house and you're saying, you know, I'm going to pay 300,000 for this house. It's going to have hardwood floors. And when you go, when you pay for the house, the 300,000, you walk in, you open the door and there's carpet everywhere. Like what happened to my hardwood floors? And they're like, well, it was a cost-cutting measure, so we had to. No, well, if I mean, you you're in a co- up that house at three hundred thousand, you're in a Those aren't analogous. Those aren't analogous. Where's my hardwood floors? Those aren't analogous. So when you buy a house like that, you're under contract for certain things. This was not a contract. This was. I I believe it is. I believe not. it's a contract. So here, I so Jacob and Lucia, patron and friend of the show, had the best take on this in in the chat. And I'm just going to read it, what he said, because this is actually accurate. This is dead on. I think it's silly to give a giant corporation like Hasbro money for, quote-unquote, crowdfunding on their own website where they can't even be held responsible. Yep. Fact. Yeah. Yeah. And I do, I do have a question. Do you remember any of these problems with the sale barge? Or has there been any other Haslabs that have actually gone through? And yeah, shipped? the sale barge was uh, effectively perfect. Is there any other project? They wouldn't dare do this to Star Wars ship. fans. Star Wars fans would eat them alive. <laughs> no, yeah, there's too many of them. Like, I know we have we have the sail barge, we have Unicron, we have the Sentinel, which hasn't shipped yet. The Sentinel is even more. The Sentinel is even more of like very clearly uh, could be a mass retail release. They just kind of put it in Haslab, but that thing's totally. Uh, you could just release that. I mean, that's totally just a, you know, Sentinels a have a, normal toy. Sentinels have enough variations over the years, too, where I think they could get away with, you know, certain inaccuracies. Yeah. And then, yeah, like I said, yeah. the Razor Crest, I'm even like, I'm sorry I backed it right now. I, I, maybe it'll be perfect. Maybe it won't have any of these issues, but like. I don't know. This is just really so, off-putting for me. So again, I, you know, I'm Mr. Corporate. I come from the corporate world. It's what I've done for the last two decades of my life. Uh, so, but, you know, Hasbro's, their first responsibility is not to you. It's to their, uh, to their investors. They're not going to take a loss intentionally on something if they can help it. And that doesn't mean they can't take a loss. Like, like people, you know, uh, things things don't make money a lot of times and people lose their job. Uh, but I think with this, they have enough control over it to where they, they're probably not. And these things are cost cutting measures. That's, 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 that's what it boils down to. Yeah, I would rather cool. think of this as mistakes or omissions. Okay. Than cost cutting measures. Santa Claus is well, real like, and Easter yeah. Bunny too. And Elvis well, is still alive. Whatever, whatever helps you sleep better now. Yeah. Well, real quick. Yeah. Um, hey, Rob, did you want to say something? Then I have just one last thing to say. Sure. Just, uh, just one thing, which is that, yeah, I've, you know, we've been at this a long time. We know how things work. And when we are going into a store and looking at a $20 toy 
and it's not exactly what we wanted and we have to look at it and go okay well you know this didn't cost out that's fine with six hundred dollars in advance i do not give a crap what the realities are at all oh they, they should I have had a huge buffer this in this of course if they had a huge buffer in this it would have been an eight hundred dollar toy so they, yeah. there's only so much yeah there's only so much they can do with that and I mean, they may have had a, a huge buffer and, you know, 2020 was a series of That's disasters. True. That's true. And again, just that. It's not your problem. As, uh, yeah. As a consumer, none of that is my problem. Yeah. I was going to say just a couple quick things. One, um, I am definitely aware of a vendor eating margin for a retailer. Oh, um, yeah. So, you know, I don't know if they'll like, you know, when you get your margins off, you eat it because you're not going to go back to like Walmart and say, I got to increase the price by like three cents. That's not going to happen. So you eat that. So that dynamic exists. And the the issue, though, is as I hear you guys talk is it really is the crowdfunding dynamic, right? So when you yeah. get into crowdfunding, uh, that is a different relationship with your customer yes, sir. than standard. I make transformers. I post them on my website. They're $19.99. You take it or you leave it. When you get into the crowdfunding, everything you guys are saying, everything Brian's saying is true and possible. I think one possibility is that the factory sent them a what's supposed to be a pre-production sample. They said, hey, these teeth are blue and this face, this this maw is blue. And the factory is like, oh, we've already started production. Yeah. Like, you know, they, they fib. That, that happens a lot too. They, they get ahead of it. So that's a possibility. But all that stuff is fine in the normal dynamic. Once you get into the crowdfunding, now you, you have a different relationship with your fans. And it's important to keep the fans happy because this is part of the deal. Part of the deal now is that you, you are hyping this up. And you are asking the fans to go market this for free for you to raise, you know, brand awareness, to have like IGN post articles about it, to get the Transformers brand kind of up and hyped. And oh my God, people still pay. Well, people are willing to pay $600 for a character from 30 years ago. Transformers must be hot, right? So it's that kind of like stuff. And then again, though, now you have a handshake agreement with the fans is that I'm going to do everything I can to give you exactly what you want because I'm dealing with the most hardcore and vocal of my fans. And, and that's the deal. They're going to, in theory, sing my praises and give me money 18 months in advance. Uh, and in return, I'm going to deliver what I said I was going to deliver. And it's a more intimate uh, contract, if you will, between the two parties. If Hasbro's not built for that, and they're, they still, you know, say like, eh, factory error, factory didn't tell the truth. Uh, we were, we came in $50 over budget on, on each unit. Can't do it. Like if they're still in that mode, but doing crowdfunding at the same time, it's not going to work. Like, like they have to get out of that game. Like you're not built for that game. So, so yeah, I think just the nature of how this was um, brought to market is a huge deal. And, and really that is why we're upset. Yeah, so it, it comes down to that. And again, you know, Hasbro's doing this is not even a great example, but I'm going to mention it anyway. This is not analogous, but maybe this is what people are thinking. Uh, so I, uh, my dog died. I mentioned it. I talk about it a lot. So uh, I am getting a stuffed animal made in his likeness. 
Uh, I am working directly with the designer of that. They are sending me pictures, asking me questions because they're making one of them. And it's going to be exactly like I want it. Um, but with this, you know, uh, they're making 20,000 of them or whatever. Then what was the number? 13,000, 11,000. Say 12. Yeah. Like the number, like the numbers are way different. Uh, they're trying to please, you know, 13,000 people instead of, you know, just, just me. It's just when, when you're dealing with something like this, um, it's just an entirely, you know, different, uh, ball game. And again, I think this crowdfunding thing was, it was a great idea maybe to begin with, but the reality of it is I, I, I think they should just dump has lab. I just, I really do. Well, I, here's the thing I think, Brian, and I, I'm not trying to make the topic run long. It's yeah. just, oh, we are. No, I, no, that's I, fine. I, Don. I, that's all we got. But I, I, but I think that I think there's some life is still in this. Uh, it still functions, I guess. Um, you got to say it with more, more the, raspy voice though. Yeah. If they're going to continue with HasLab, they're going to have to make sure. It's like you said, they would not have done this to the Star Wars fans. They, Rob, I think it was Rob that said that. The Star Wars fans are a very unique kind of fan. They would have absolutely crucified them in public and private. And something else um, I'm sorry to interject on, but something I did think of after I was done talking is one big difference between the Star Wars things and uh, and Unicron is the fact that the Star Wars uh, HasLab things have to meet with license or approval. Exactly. And Unicron does not. Because because you're basically having, it's like, we own Unicron and we're going to make it. Eh, that's it. You know, versus going to Lucas or whoever. It's like Disney says, we've got this. You need to, and then they're, they're, oh, the oversight, basically, like you were, like, maybe like you were saying, wasn't there. But if they're going to continue with HasLab, they're going to have to either not keep it on Hasbro and go to a source that has some kind of third-party arbitration, which they probably won't because that would give too much power away over their own designs, or they're going to have to have... I, I'm just tossing out a name here. Let's say they make Ben Yee. The, we all know Ben. We all love Ben. Everybody loves Ben. Ben's a great guy. I he can't stand is, him. I can't stand Ben Yee. <laughs> but let's say he is like the everybody like him, ben. him and McFeely are working together, and they are Hasbro's official. Did we get this right, guys? And 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 they would say, "Hey, Chris and Ben would say, yeah, you got it right, but change this stuff.' There's not going to be that person, but there needs to be. If well, Transformers that's... is not going to get this, if Transformers is not going to get the same attention to detail." Because there's no licensor to get approval from, who's going to back any future projects? I mean, there you what the prototype that Diecast was talking about is supposed to be for. And the, did we get it right? Is people giving the money to make that? I mean, so, but, but it's just, I, it I didn't don't work know. out. I do want to say on a positive note, because I want to be a little bit positive, because I am angry uh, that. And you bought two of them. Yes. They got the orange better. It looks, at least to me, it looks like from the uh, final production pieces that the the orange is more orange and less yellow. So I will give them credit. And if they only would have kept the mall, 
orange, the full thing, like it's supposed to be. And the lower teeth were the same color as the upper teeth. I would be singing its praises right now. And I don't think, you know, for 575, when I backed this, I, I knew the engineering wasn't great. Like, yeah, it's a shell former. It's basically what it is. But it looks really good in both modes, planet and robot. So that's why I said, you know, yes, I want to pay this. But now, both modes, there's a flaw. Do I really want it displayed like that in my house? I don't know. Um, but I just wanted to say at least, yeah. And, and to go on Rob's point, and he's totally right about the licensor, you know, if Star Wars fans were upset about this, and this was a Star Wars product, Disney would probably be like, hey, you know, you guys need to make this right. Uh, or, you know, maybe we pull the license from you. And you're absolutely right, Transformers, there's no one. So they they can do whatever they want with Transformers, and, and they don't have to worry about getting a license pulled because they own the license. Sorry, I'm talking about how great Ben Yee is in our Discord, tfradio.net slash Discord. Um, yeah, okay. So any other thoughts around this? Uh, I was just going to add that, like, we've we've covered it in depth like we've seen the pictures this is what you're getting yeah regardless of what you pay for this is what you're getting so like just use this as an example next time you think about back in one of these projects yep and if you didn't you know and, and this bothers you that much you dodged a bullet i yeah. i have to say i am pretty happy that this doesn't bother me but i absolutely positively understand why it bothers other people I'm I'm exactly the same way, and I had canceled my pre-order. So, I yeah yeah it's it's really not an issue for me. Yeah. Uh okay. So let's go ahead and jump to what we got this week. Um, who wants to go first? Don raised his hand. Don. Yeah, yeah, I will because I've got like nothing hardly. Uh, I mentioned her last week. I, I didn't have it to show. I got Plasmane, the Ghostbuster pony crossover figure. Oh, I need that. Uh, I didn't know that existed. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I got it from uh, I had my five dollar coupon at GameStop, so it was like seven bucks. So I got I got her to go with the Optimus Prime. That I got that last week. Only other thing I found this week was I got one of the last ones, uh, retro carded Cobra Commander, just because it looks. Oh, that's really what wave nice. one or wave two? I can't remember. I don't know. It's GI Joe. I'm barely keeping up with them. It's just it's Co- it's Cobra Commander. It looks good. It'll go on the same shelf as my statue. When I was looking for Studio Series stuff at my local Walmart, I saw that they had completely restocked G.I. Joe, and they had that wave, and the pegs were full of them. Yeah. The, uh, the, the, what I saw on the hook at the same time was it was this lot of Snake Eyes, that Cobra Commander, and Aaron's? Storm Shadow, probably. No, there was no Storm Shadow. The Scarlet or Baron? No. Actually, no, neither one. It was all Cobra Commanders and Snake Eyes. Before that, I saw wait, 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 one wait. Destro. Oh, wait, 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 blah, 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 blah. Blade is saying it's Wave 3. Okay. Before wait, so that, I don't have I was, that? I skipped that, and I don't have those figures? Dang it! Okay. Crap! Because uh, the only thing I saw before then was Destro Roadblock wave with well, those crap. scarlets i just totally thought that i had those figures because of course i have how many cover commanders like a thousand of them yeah crap. i mean 
the one thing I wish is if they do classified with this, cl- I mean, again, I'm not trying to be a G1 or GI Joe kind of thing. But you are. But it's just, I'm but kidding. I mean, it's just that that looks like the way Cover Commander should. The ones they've released for classified, they're the modern version, which I totally understand why they're trying to make it a little more not quite as cartoony, but it also to me doesn't look right. But yeah, the classified so sculpts are yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's, it's 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 like one of them is close, and the one and the other version is like he's wearing like that table runner is like his his chest dressing or something. It's like just give me a classic cover commander, and I'll make a little honorary Chris Chris Lattice shelf or something. But yeah, that's that's it. I mean, we ain't got Jack locally. Yeah. Uh, Manny Care is like, Brian, this wave is direct repaints of old 25th anniversary figures. I'm like, yeah, but I still want them, even though I don't have them. I feel so bad, though, that I didn't realize that those were the same figures. Crap. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, okay, so Blade is uh, educating folks here. Snake Eyes, Storm Shadow, and Baroness are wave one. Destro, Roadblock, and Scarlet are wave two. Cover Commander, Lady J. And a repack of Snake Eyes is wave three. Potentially a repack. Okay, who else got something? I got a few things. Cool. Uh, okay. Uh, first up, I got, uh, I think I may have mentioned this, uh, last week, but I think I mentioned the super Gundam I got from the same line. I got a whole box of that, uh, Gundam G frame, uh, candy toy series. Uh, they're really nice little figures. Uh, when you buy them individually, instead of like one figure that you have to assemble, you get a, you get the armor and an unarticulated frame in one box and the second box has a fully articulated frame that you then attach the armor to to get the full figure it's a really nice design but very very flexible not maybe not as good as the Gundam line I'm getting these to go with from back around like 2005 uh, maybe not as articulated as the best of those but still I paid 30 bucks for a box of like five two packs, you know, five matching boxes of stuff. So that's, that's not bad. I'm, I'm pretty happy with them and I'm going to sp- uh, send the spares off to Chris soon. Um, other thing I got was also, it was thanks to Chris. Actually, they had the, uh, mega constructs, uh, Roton and battle cat set on, on, uh, Amazon for like 17 bucks. So I hadn't gotten any of the uh, Masters of the Universe Mega Construct stuff yet. And uh, ah, just always had a uh, soft spot for Battle Armor He-Man because that's like one of the ones one of the ones I uh, got as a kid as a treat. So just kind of stuck in my mind. And uh, uh, the last thing I got is actually on topic, which is uh, Studio Series 86 Blur. And that is a really nice looking figure. And I like it. And I just... I I much prefer handling the Titans Return mold. I never got the Legends version, so this one looks hands down better. I it is a really nice looking toy. I like how it transforms it and you know, it's a good enough figure, but I just handling handling Titans Return blur as a mold is just so much more pleasant to me. Which it's good then that there's like two or three other uh figures that use that as a base, so that's you know I, I'm never I'm never going to be rid of that because I don't see them ma- uh, making a new brainstorm mold or new Nautica anytime soon. So no. that's yeah. So or Headmaster I'll, I'll, RC. 
Yeah, or Headmaster RC. So, yeah, so I'll get to live with with that blur mold that I that I like so much, and still have this, which, like I said, just does look a lot more like blur. So, well, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. Amazon had it for about retail, and now I just have to dig up uh, Cup and Jazz. So, and that's yeah, good luck on and Cup. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure I'll dig it up eventually, but uh, nothing yet. But that I'm pretty sure is everything I've gotten this week. Cool. Who else? I got some stuff. Okay, what'd you get? Like Rob, I also got a blur. Um, I think his face is a little bit too long, but other than that, he looks good. Obviously, I didn't take him out of package because they're still in the box. And I got Cup. They both shipped from Amazon uh, at our affiliate link tfradio.net slash amazon right. but jazz didn't ship yet so i guess they're Cinco someone, de Mayo. yeah someone said that uh they may be getting these uh in full cases of each character so they yeah. may have not gotten think jazz chris, yet. chris mentioned that last week i think yeah. yeah yeah it's a pretty good theory um so i don't know if that's accurate or not but that would make sense why i only got two of the three Wait, what was Chris's theory? That the figures are shipping in uh, solid cases. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. That's it. Oh, okay. Anybody else? Uh, yeah. So I got Kingdom Warpath this week. What do you think? And um, I'm not crazy about some of the plastic colors on him, but that's the only complaint I have with him. Like, I, like I love it. this thing. Yeah. yeah. What about the legs? Um, I'm fine with the legs. Actually, I do have one complaint, though. I hate his shield. The shield, yeah. shield piece. The shield there is sucks, no, yeah. there is nowhere that it looks good on robot mode. I mean, it it's necessary to tie the tank mode together, yeah. and it looks great there. But there is nothing to do with it in robot mode. I do not like it. But overall, outstanding little warpath. I'm I'm very happy with it. And I got some Marvel Legends. So I got, uh, I got uh, Jacosta. Oh, nice. I'm, Going with some classic Avengers. I got Falcon as well. Uh, which, is that in, in, in a new wave? Yeah, this is the uh, Joe Fixit wave. Oh, I need that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Falcon's wings are translucent for some reason, and I am not a fan of that at all. Does he have a red wing? No. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's the same wave as Thunderstrike. I saw and, Thunderstrike. That's the only one I saw because nobody wanted it. And uh, I got, well, he's... Go ahead, Don. Oh, he's Don's already muted. And I got Kang the Conqueror because he's Kang the Conqueror. I don't know if I have Kang or not. I feel like I have to have it, but I don't know that I own it. But I did see it at the store. Yeah. And I got Thunderstrike. So um, I do not like the fact that they molded Thunderstrike with like an, a screaming face. Yeah, that's not Eric. That's not because I thought for sure I saw a, pro, a prototype picture where he had a different head that could be swapped out, but I couldn't find that picture. I, yeah, I wish that would have been a would have been a part of the the release, but it's not. Yeah, because it, it's it's weird because like his screaming face, they molded detail back clear back to his tonsils. It's a oh, little wow. it's a little unsettling. Yeah, my, my yeah, king and, and go done. Uh, see, and the sad thing is, again, I hate sounding like a nitpicky fanboy, but I'm going to be in a second. Eric is left-handed, but his he does, he can't really hold the mace in the left hand, even if you use the strap. So you can't even really have him hold the mace because he's left-handed. So it's kind of like it's so close, but it's che- cheesy. Patty is saying that Joe Fixit is a modified kingpin. 
I didn't realize that. Sharon Engineering. Yeah. Uh, it may have it may have some of the some of the same parts, but I'm pretty sure that at least the torso is different. I'm I'm uncertain. Kingpin is way over there. Yeah. So I just want to point out my Kang was delivered on November, November 2nd. So I, I do have Kang. So all is well. Okay. Um, and Thunderstrike appears to have the same double jointed knees as everybody else. I don't know if mine's an outlier, but they are fused below the knee joint. Oh, we had surgery. Uh, apparently, like, like, yeah, I tried, and they are absolutely fused on that on that lower knee joint. Like, they do. You got the double bend on. That's the best. I mean, that's the best I can. I, I hear is regular. Sorry, like that, and then. That that's uh, that's all the knee joint I got on mine. Like yeah. that joint below the knee is fused on both legs. Okay, so so apparently I do have a little bit more range of motion because he can do the like if, like if I wanted to pose him from the, the cover of issue one and I had a stand that would fit, I could kind of do the the thing from issue one where he's leaping at the reader through the hollow foil. But that's you know. That so apparently mine is a little bit better than yours anyway. It's a shame that you know he did not come with a blood axe to drive him crazy. But I, yeah, like, I, I, I'm not expecting another release with extra accessories or a new head because I think with uh, me and Dawn they've hit 100 percent market saturation on Thunderstrike. <laughs> yeah, uh, just, triplet, triplet would want it. It's 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 just sort of amazing that uh, they gave him the the mace and the the, the mace was the the mace and the extra hand was the only thing included. And I just can't see why they couldn't have included the axe, a different head. Um, I don't know. It just seems like there's, there was room in the room in the parts load for a little more something. Cause you know, I sold the Joe fix it head for $10 just to help recover the cost of a uh, Thunderstrike. But it's like, you could have done add something, a little, a little something, something, something anyway, yeah. <laughs> but I got him. So I'll be happy. But Just need so, cards now. Yeah. <laughs> so that leaves me uh, two arms short of a Joe Fixit figure, and I am not buying those those uh, video game Captain America and Iron Man figures. I'm not doing it. So I ordered the uh, the arms through eBay a while ago. But uh, so I got that really nice war machine, and I got a Thunderstrike now. So I just need a good new U.S. agent to have my holy oh, trinity yeah. of uh, B-list Avengers Avengers characters, and you know. Hasbro Falcon and Winter Soldier comes out in about five weeks. You know, let, let, you I know. thought we had, I thought we had a U.S. Marvel agent Legends. Marvel Legends already, an old one. Yeah, from was God, the toy, probably, was the toy biz one? There's a toy. I, I think there's a toy biz one. Yeah, I don't know, but it, like <laughs> if they did U.S. agent, it was like eleven or twelve years ago. It's old. Like, okay. it, it's, yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Anything else? Uh. No. No. That's it for me. Uh. Anybody else? Okay. I'll run through mine. Um, so I also got uh blur and cup from Amazon. There's more origami that goes into these than I expected when it comes to transformations. Uh, but both modes are really nice. Cup is a very small pickup, uh, but he looks good. Uh, blur is uh nice. Um, I kind of wish that it didn't have the what is it, the universal joint in the arm that bugs me a little bit and getting it to. The transformation, I had to look at it and think through it a couple times to get the... Where his forearm rotates around. Yeah, yeah, that bugged me a little bit. But uh, otherwise, it's it's really nice. 
Um, it's not as good as the the Titans Return or whatever it was that came out, but it's uh, colors on it are great. Um, same thing for Cup. Uh, I'm gonna do it my off topic next because I actually now have a staging area that I put under my desk so I can just reach for stuff easily. Um, my favorite thing I think I got all week though is um, the what Play School Safe of Marshmallow Man. Oh yeah, he uh, it's it's it's, it's cheesy, but I mean. He his arms move, his wrists move, but the the big thing is he has that uh, face changing gimmick where you press a button on the head and it flips. It has uh, happy Stay Puff and angry Stay Puffed, so it's it's nice. I like that. I was very happy to find it. Actually, Kim Kim was uh, busy at work and I called her and I'm like, Kim, I found the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Do I need to get another one for the kids? <laughs> and uh, she hung up on me because she was actually working so um yeah but i did not get the kids in a stay puff marshmallow man they just won't see this one um so everything else oh yeah so oh uh, i got the jada gi joe figures it's funny that the awe striker is what's on the art but not included in the set (laughs) never occurred to me it comes with a vamp a snow cat and a hiss I wonder if they did that, Brian, because the All Striker is out in the other Joe commemorative line, and they were Probably trying not. to get for some some synergy. Uh, I mean, since that's a licensed item, I doubt it. Okay. I mean, if it was Hasbro doing it, maybe. Maybe Hasbro was like, "Hey, cross promote this, throw that art in there," but I doubt it. But it's possible. Uh, a couple it's more. Not the same art assets from the All Striker box, is it? Um, it might be actually. I need to go back and look. Uh, so I got the uh, Headmasters uh, reissues. I found those. Um, I'm not opening them because I don't care enough to. I just yeah. I, I, well now, I saw um, those and passed on them because I just don't care. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I, 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 I love uh, the fake boxes. I, I I genuinely do. Yeah. Well, um, my friend Fred fr- found a set close to where he lives and all he really wanted was the hard head and he said there were some paint differences oh there are differences they robot, are different yeah rope you know rope other than other than just the different heads there's some actual paint differences in the robot modes versus the titans returned one so there are some visual differences other than just because i thought it was just the box at first but he said nice in yeah. picture there's some definite visual differences yeah, the decos are unique. They are they do not actually match either the Titans Return or Legends releases of the figures. Yeah, they're new. Um, and my last thing is I've been going through. I'm not an Optimus Prime collector, but I have been going through buying up G1 Optimuses. The well, yeah, I guess G1 varieties, meaning the like Power Master Prime, uh, Super Genrai, um, G2 Optimus, the Laser Rod. I guess it's varying too because I got the machine wars, but I'll have them in like mint and box or mint and silk box for display once my office is up. Um, I got a, I got a G1 Optimus. It's actually my first non-junker, legit G1 Optimus Prime. I can't tell you how many versions nice. of this mold that I have, but they are all either G2 or reissues. So I have, and I have one that's a junker, not counting Ultra Magnus, of course. Uh, this one, uh, the box is rough, which I'm fine with that. Uh, I, you know, actually, I think it makes it look cooler on the shelf because there are so many uh, knockoffs out there that 
you can get a pristine G1 Optimus Prime in the box for like 25 bucks. Um, so one flap is completely torn off. So I will, it'll be butted up against the wall on its left side when I display it. Uh, like a lot of Optimuses, um, so well, it was missing two missiles. The only thing it's missing. Um, the trailer looks great, except one of the pegs uh, is broken. Um, it's, uh, I can get, I can, I may actually have a replacement trailer in a box somewhere that's vintage. Uh, I was actually struck at how nice the cab is. It, this is uh, the 19, one of the 1984 releases. The cab is in excellent condition, uh, sh- shockingly so. It's not in such nice condition that I think that it's brand new, but it's shockingly nice for being 37 years old. Um, it actually looks like it, you know, it, it's been taken care of. And the trailer's been taken care of except for where the part where it's broken. So it's not like my childhood stuff that's all, it's been in the bath and everything. So I've got it to look nice on the shelf. And maybe eventually I'll go after a couple of the other editions, like um, a pre-rub maybe one that's got the metal plates or something. Maybe I'll go crazy someday and get a red-footed. There's a red-footed on eBay right now, but it's expensive. So, uh, But that's what I got. So if we don't have anything else, let's, hey, tfradio.net slash Amazon. Diecast mentioned that. You can get a lot of stuff. It helps us out. So please, if you're going to buy something, use our link. It is cheap. Also, if you might hear it, I don't know. I got a new puppy this week. He, we're trying to create trade him, crate train him, and he is uh, not happy with that. So uh, he's cute. If you follow me on Twitter, it's pretty much all I've posted, or on Instagram, it's pretty much all I've posted in the last four or five days. I am trying to make him. He's very cute. Well, while he is cute, I'm going to try to make him like internet famous. As famous as a dog in you know Central North Carolina is going to get. Um. But yeah, again, tfradio.net slash Amazon, buy some stuff. Of course, there's always our Patreon, which is the most direct hands-on way to help out. Uh, Patreon.com slash tfradio. I want to thank our touched patrons. Got a new touched patron this week. Mighty Orbots, thank you so much. Uh, Also, I want to thank Kevin Dorsey, Ryan Bona, Cheesy Patty, talking to Cheesy Patty right now in the chat, Emmett Stresovich, Rabbits, Hector Bones, Jonathan James, Ness, Nathan Sampy, Joey Russell, Jason Hiley, Mike Mallory, Jason W. Rye, Sean Hamilton, Jacob Owen Lucia, Sean Bratton, and Spider Bob. Uh, Sean, Spider Bob, and I recorded the next episode of Our History on the Fives podcast, which is a Patreon exclusive podcast. Had a lot of fun doing it. We actually ended up just chatting for like an hour and a half before we recorded. So. Uh, if you have any interest in being on our History on the Fives podcast, all you got to do is sign up at the touched tier at patreon.com slash tfradio, and uh, you can you are eligible to be on. We now record that on Tuesdays at uh, 9 Eastern, 8 Central, et cetera, et cetera. So, and all the folks there at the touched tier, you can find at tfradio.net slash credits. Uh, we're all over the place on the internet. Google us. You'll find us. All of our links are at tfradio.net. Just ask if you are listening on a podcast platform that lets you do a review, please leave us a review. Uh, It doesn't really do anything for the search algorithm for the most part on those places, but if somebody sees a nicely, uh, highly reviewed podcast, they're more likely to listen, and we would appreciate your time. Just do it while you're listening to the show. Super easy. 
I'm personally on Twitter at bkilby, on Instagram at briankilby. And uh, you can find my other podcast and stuff at briankilby.com. I posted a new episode of uh, our How Was Your Weekend podcast this weekend uh, with Wendy. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we talked about moving, pets, and a lot of other things like that. Wendy just bought a house that's over 100 years old, and she's talking about like all the idiosyncrasies that uh, houses like that entail. It's a, lot of, it's, it, it's a fun conversation. Uh, I think we're going to record a new episode this weekend, too. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, John, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, that John D everywhere. Sweet. Uh, let's see here. Don. Uh, I can reach on Twitter at HMRC, the number four EVR. Cheesy Patty's like, I'm not smart enough for history. Ha! I laugh at that. You are more than smart enough for history. You are a valuable part of our Discord and our Patreon. So you should come on. Uh, Diecast. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Diecast2. You can like my Facebook page at Reviews by Diecast. And you can see all my reviews at tfradio.net slash reviews. Uh, Rob. Uh, well, first off, uh, since uh, Chris isn't here, oh, you can follow you. him uh, on Twitter at, next, uh, but, yeah. at ChrisRTXV or Play with Photos. Uh, playwithphotography.com is where he does all of his uh, uh, toy photography work, and he is hands down the best to uh, toy photographer I have ever known. Uh, you uh, you can check that out there. You can go to patreon.com slash play with photos and throw him money so that he can continue to do this. I know he's uh, trying to get some more uh, equipment to, uh, together to uh, go with something he was sent for his birthday. So yeah, go, go help him out. Uh, beyond that, if you want to uh, uh, do you know, if you want to check out what I'm doing, uh, youtube.com slash flailthroughs is my YouTube channel. I cover a uh, free-to-play Gundam game called Gundam Battle Operation 2. Just came out for the PS5. Slight uh, slight differences between the two versions. Um, and they've managed to hash out most of the problems that caused for the first week of release. Uh, if you like what I'm doing over there, patreon.com slash flailthroughs, and you can throw money at me, and I will do specific rounds with specific mobile suits, weapon configurations, color schemes, and all that. And the uh, uh, Amazon wish lists for uh, me, tfradio.net slash claylist, and for Chris, tfradio.net slash chrislist. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Rob Springer's not here. Uh, Ruben Rob Springer and zonebase.org. Uh, in our Discord, E. Gus posted a picture of some Transformers Beast Wars characters from Kingdom. And there is a rhinoceros there. And I don't know if that is a picture of the new Rhinox or not. Does anybody know? I don't I know the source of that picture. I Thrilling 30, but I cannot guarantee it. It, prob I, it probably I is. I haven't that thing in ages. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I yeah, that's probably what it is. But hey, you should join us in our Discord. You people post pictures randomly like that. Sometimes it's news, sometimes it's not. TFradio.net slash Discord. It's a lot of fun. We have a great crew of people there. Uh they're there all week chatting away. Uh and of course during our live streams, that's where we interact. TFradio.net slash Discord. We'll see you next week. This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at TF Radio for news and updates.
Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you. Jeez, what are these guys ever going to move out of their parents' basements?